All right, this is it. My name's Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 310 of the world-famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. Late last week, I got in my car and it made some kind of weird noise that I'd never heard before, some kind of new new notification noise. And I was like, what the, what is that? And I looked at the dash and it had like some kind of, uh, it had something, you know, notif- like a new light on there that I'd never seen before either. And I don't like those rogue lights on my dash. I can't stand that. I, if there's something up there, if it says like uh you know, one of those tire pressure things or any of that stuff. Any of that uh, needs maintenance, which means generally you need a, you know, an oil change or something. You know, I don't, can't stand that. I, that has to be turned off immediately. You know, that's not something that just some people drive around with those things for years with their entire dashboard lit up. You know, I can't. That makes me, I, I can't handle it. So. I'm like, great, here we go. This thing's going to be, you know, I don't know. So I assume it said uh, it said key battery. It just said key battery. And um, so I assume the key battery is like the battery's dying. It's the, the you know, it's, it's getting low, you know. I'm like, all right. So, so I asked Tony, uh, I said, uh, this is the battery that needs to be... Uh, I need to uh, replace in there. Well, next time you're at the grocery store, can you pick up one for me, please? She said, "Put it on the list." There's a list hanging on the on the uh, on the refrigerator. She goes, "Put it on the list. I'll get it." So, so she brought one. She brought a two pack home. So I watched a YouTube video on how to change this stupid thing because you know the thing's complicated. You got to pull out the the valet key. You got to stick it in there and twist it, crack open the thing. And then you just, like, take the old battery out, pop the new battery in, put it all back together. It looks so easy, right? I thought, shit, I could do that. You know, the, the, the whole video was, like, a, a minute and 15 seconds or something. Like, all right, that seems pretty easy. So I do it. I open. I crack the thing open just like, uh, you know, like you're you're cracking open, uh, who knows, like some kind of seafood, something off the, the, the ocean floor. Crack that baby open. And um, I'm trying to pull the, the stupid battery out of there. The guy on the, on the video, he had that thing. He just popped it right out. I couldn't get the thing to come out at all. I mean, it was like in there. So like, I got like, a, like, a, like a, a knife, you know, like a butter knife, and I pried it up. And the thing just like fell apart. <laughs> it fell apart. And all these all these buttons and everything, or, or as they say in the video, the video that I watched, buttons. You know, there's no T's in the middle of it. All these buttons fell all over the table. I'm like, what in the living, breathing, toe-tapping, finger-cracking, knuckle-cracking knuckle uh, shit's going on here? <laughs> um, 
And um, Tony's like, oh, my God, why has everything got to be a giant ordeal? I said, I'd like to know the answer to that as well. So I couldn't get to things. So the thing's all messed up. So I found another video of some guy on there. He works at, like, some kind of, like, uh, uh, like a, like, I don't know. He works at a, at a, at a Honda dealership somewhere in the, in the um, you know, in, in the maintenance department. And he goes, uh, what happens with these uh, key fobs for these for these uh, Honda? I guess they're like universal. They're across all Hondas. They all use the same key fob. He goes, what happens is it's hard to get that battery out of there, and they and people pull on it, and the whole thing falls apart, and the buttons fall all over the. I'm like, so this is just like a known thing. How about fixing that? You know, that's one of those deals where it's like, well, this happens over and over and over again. But that's just the way it is. I mean, you know, I mean, how about the next year when you make the next model? How about fixing that shit? You know, that's an idea. I mean, it's a fresh new idea. All right. So I put the thing back together. I watched this video of this guy at this Honda dealership, and I don't know where he was from, Nebraska or something. I don't know. I don't know where he's from. He said, this is, a, you know, this is a longer video. It was like uh, four minutes or something. I can't remember, but it was longer. He says, uh, don't panic. It's no big deal. Just put the buttons back in there. And you put this brace across there. And you put this rubber gasket in there. And just put it all back together and crack it together. And it'll work, you know. So I did that. I did exactly what the guy said. I did. It looked exactly the way, you know, on my dining room table as it did in his video. I put it back together. Nothing will work. It just won't work. I put a new battery in there. It it won't do. It's deader than Kelsey's nuts. It won't do shit. You know. I, so I took it all apart again, started over, followed his directions. This guy, this uh, this maintenance guy in, in Montana or whatever the hell. And uh, I did exactly what he told me to do, and I followed his directions. I kept hitting pause. I would do it, did it exactly the way he did it. Will not work. The thing may as well, you know, be a you know be a, a piece of bark that I found out in the yard. I mean, you may as well just have a piece, you know a piece of like roofing in your hand, <laughs> pushing that instead of nothing happens. Deader. So so now I got that issue. I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on. Everything's like ridiculous. I can't even change a freaking battery in a, in a key fob. Another thing, this morning I get up, I felt like I, I got a pretty good sleep. I'm obsessed with this uh, Fitbit, my sleep scores and my sleep analysis. It's a daily obsession. You know, you have to get up and give it like an hour to gather the data, you know. So I got up and drank some coffee. I uh, read some baseball news and you know, you checked things out on the the old uh, internet. And I, I went to it, and the thing says we don't have your data yet. I'm like, what the, you know? So I so I resynced the thing. It says we cannot sync your Fitbit uh, because it's it's not connected or something. I'm like, God. So now this, what is this? You know why? It's, it works every day. I just wear it, and it works, and now all of a sudden, it won't work. I don't know. I don't have time to look into it, so the thing's all messed up. I don't know what the hell's going on, but uh, everything's an annoyance with this kind of stuff. And annoyances with, uh, with, with technology are the worst annoyances, I find. I don't know why. You know, it's, it's, but it drives me nuts. I mean, with technology... 
you expect it to just work. That's what it's built for. It's supposed to make life simpler. It's supposed to be a value-added, you know, value-added service to your life. And if it's supposed to be, it's supposed to just work seamlessly. And if it doesn't, makes me crazy. <laughs> so that's where we are. On a more positive note, I bought tickets for a Reds-Phillies game in uh, on Easter Sunday. See, uh, it's, it's in Philadelphia. And uh, they got this new, uh, I don't want to start going off on a baseball tangent, but in 2023 they have this uh, new schedule scheme where every team plays every team. So they start out with this, uh, you know, it's uh, interleague play. I mean, they've been doing that for a long time. I I was totally against it, and I'm still not a big fan of it, you know, but... You know, the National League would occasionally play American League teams, you know. But now, starting next year, in the upcoming year, every team is going to play every team. I don't know how this is supposed to work. So basically, there's no American League, no National League. It's just it's just Major League Baseball, just a big gl- glomp, gloop, just a big gloop. I mean, it's been said many times before. But anyway, um, so that's happening. So everybody's so the Reds always played the Phillies in late August. It was freaking hot. It was just you know the worst. Philadelphia in late August, <laughs> it's, it's it's hell on earth, you know. So I I mean multiple times I was like I'm not going down there. Screw that. So it ends up being year after year I don't go. And now I've never even been to uh into that to that stadium in Philly. Which seems ridiculous because I'm a huge baseball fan and it's not that far from me and I don't go because I don't want to deal with the you know, humidity and hot and and, and I can't get Steve to go with me cuz he he hems and haws, you know. Even this, I said, I'm, I said I'm going to buy two tickets for this series if I can get them because it's the op- it's the home opener, home opening series. They play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Sunday's Easter, and you know they they went to the World Series last year, the Phillies. So there's probably going to be some excitement for that team. Might be difficult to get tickets. I thought. I said I'm going to buy two tickets. Can you go? You know, can could you possibly tell me now? Well, I can't tell you now. Okay. Well, I told Tony. I said, I said, I said, Steve's gonna go, but if he can't go, you want to go? She doesn't give. She'd rather Steve go. I'm not. Yeah. Listen, I know that sounds a little harsh, but she, she would rather Steve go than she go. You know, I'm not. I'm not. uh, You know, playing favorites here or anything like that. This is what she would want, and um, she goes, Yeah, I'll go. So I said, all right. So I'm safe. So I'm gonna buy. Or I could, I, I could even take one of my kids. But yeah, they get down there like, uh, it's fourth inning. They're like, is this almost over? You know, they're not. They have no interest. You know, they have no interest at all. Which I don't know. But anyway, so uh, so I bought the ticket. I went online. The 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 single single game tickets went on sale on the 26th or something like that of January. And I went online that day and I bought two tickets and they were really good. For that Sunday game, Reds and Phillies, and um, so, uh, yeah, and I bought a twenty-five dollar parking pass, which I think you get back at, with 
with a, they have a casino attached to that stadium. I think they just give you a $25 voucher for slot play. <laughs> you know, hoping you'll go in there and just like, uh, you know, you start out with the $25 parking. And then, um, and then of course, uh, you, you spend your rent money and your mortgage money or whatever, you know. You know, because you, you can't stop. But anyway, that's the whole business model on that deal. But anyway, so I bought those tickets, and uh, it's pretty cool. You know, generally they play, like I say, they play in Philly late August. Now that they screwed up the schedule where every team plays every team, uh, they're playing in, like, early April, which is which is unheard of. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go see the Phillies and the Reds in a new stadium for me. So I'm gonna this summer I'm gonna try to add stadiums. I'm gonna try to add some stadiums to my uh, to my list of stadiums visited. We're gonna go to to Pittsburgh as well. At least that's the plan. See the Reds and Pirates, and the Orioles. The Reds are playing in Baltimore. Uh, I'm going. Uh, I'm going to go to that. I'm gonna go to one of those games. So, so that right there will be three stadiums that I've never visited. Cause I, you know, I don't. I've, all the stadiums I've been to are gone. I've been to quite a few, but they're from a different era. They're all knocked down. They're all just a distant memory, just a photograph, some, some, you know, fading photograph. Those are the stadiums I've been to, <laughs> you know. So, so anyway, I'm, I'm gonna start adding. That's gonna be every summer. I'm gonna try to add. Plus, Tony, Tony started a new job. She gets like. I don't know, 20 days of paid vacation, which is not bad. You know, 20 days, that's, that's not too bad. However, I get something like close to 40, you know. I've been there 15 years. And with my carryover, which I, I have something close to 40 days paid vacation. Is that crazy? I love it. So I have almost double what she has. So, uh... I'm gonna to have to be doing stuff on my own, you know. I'm just gonna be taking time off. I'm gonna to try to try to knock out some baseball stadiums. That's one of my things. So, you know, wish me luck. I do have the tickets anyway. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, on Saturday, on Friday, Tony goes. Uh, uh, we're going out to dinner with the the younger boys' girlfriend's parents again. I said. Uh, I said, all right, whatever. That's fine, you know. We did it once before. Turned out to be really, it was a lot of fun, you know. It was a lot of fun. I was, like, stressing because I don't know these people at all. And we went and we, we met at this place called Breaker Brewing, and they were drinking. They had, uh, it was the mom and dad and the grandparents, you know. It was the dad's parents. And, and so it was... Uh, there was a bunch of us there, and everybody's fun. They were they were great, you know. I mean, it was like, but there was a lot of beer flowing. There was a lot of flowing of the, you know, a lot of alcohol being consumed at this thing, <laughs> at this Breaker Brewing, the first one. Then Tony told me on Friday, he goes, "We're going to meet them uh, on Saturday." And I said, "All right, that's fine." I said, "Where are we going?" She goes, "We're going to meet over at Tully's." I said, "What? Why?" That's like a TGI Fridays type place. I said that's kind of an odd. I said why not the why not a brewery? I said the beer helps <laughs> with the you know being social with people you don't know. And um, she goes I don't know that's what they want to do. I said what time? She goes twelve thirty. I said twelve thirty. The hell? What is this? I said that's not dinner. 
I said, it's breakfast, you know. And um, she goes, no, Tolly's at 1230. I said, all right, whatever. I said, we'll make do, whatever. But I thought, we can't drink at 1230 in the afternoon. I mean, what the? You can't be drinking at noon. I mean, that's literally, you know, I get up at, I get up at 9, you know. I set my alarm every day for 9 o'clock, and I sometimes don't get out of bed at 9. I get out of bed at, like, 930 or sometimes 10, you know. And this is at noon, you know. This is, like, when I'm, when I'm drinking coffee, you know, I said, whatever, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll roll with it. It's fine. I mean, they're cool. I like, you know, I like them. There's no, I don't have any issue with them. It's just, I don't know them very well. And it, it, it's a little bit of anxiety. So we went there at, uh, went over to Tully's and we met them there. And, uh, the grandparents were there again and the mom and dad, uh, my, our younger boy and his girlfriend and me and Tony. So, we're all sitting there, and the guy came over. He goes, my name's Justin. I'm going to be your waiter, or I'm going to take care of you, or whatever. You know, I'm going to take care of you today. Can we start you out with some drinks? And the guy, the dad goes, all right, I'm going to start with a flight of craft beers. <laughs> it's like, here we go. It's like noon. I'm like, I was like, I don't want to drink this early. But they, they went around, and everybody's ordering alcohol. And got to me, I'm like, I guess I'll have a pint. You know, ordered a pint. You know, and, um... You know, I'm, I'm going to try to make this thing last throughout the entire the entire meal. I don't want to dr- start drinking at noon. No, the problem with me is I'm not like a normal person. When I start drinking, you know, there's you, there can't be big, large gaps. You know, you can't just like drink one. Once that fl- that switch is flipped, <laughs> you know, you know. So I I don't I don't I don't like drinking that early in the day. So, but anyway, they ordered, so they ordered some stuff and, um, ordered some beer. I drank one. I had a, I had a, a, a one pint of, uh, the new trail, uh, Broken Hills IPA. Fantastic. And I had a burger and it was fun. The whole thing was fun. They were a blast. They were good times. You know, I, um, we had fun and, um, a lot of laughs, no gaps and, you know, my, you know, I, I don't talk much. I, I mean, I'm, I don't sit there like stone faced, but you know, I interject with the witty comments here and there. But I'm not one of the one. I'm not the guy that's like, uh, you know, shouldering most of the conversation. Oh, you know, I, I interject. I interject with the witty stuff. You know, with, with you know, borderline uh, questionable comments that are uh, go right up to the edge. To you know, and that, this is this is my comfort zone, and it was fine. It was they were, they were a lot of fun. They're they're cool. I like them. I mean, I enjoy doing, spending time with them, and um, you know, hope we can do it again. I mean, we don't really do this kind of stuff. It's not really in our wheelhouse, <laughs> but um, it was fine. It, was, it went great, and they were everybody else is drinking. Um, I wouldn't say they were getting, you know, I wouldn't say they drank a lot, but they drank more than I wanted to. You know, they drank way more than I did. I only had that one pint. And it was fine. I didn't feel, I mean, generally it makes me feel like I start dragging massive ass. If I drink a beer or two beers and then don't drink anymore after that, and it's early in the day, I'm like dragging. You know, I'm like, oh God, you know. It has to be maintained. Once it gets started, it has to be maintained. So anyway, that was fun. That was good. I had no issue with that at all. 
Um, I got an email yesterday from a uh, listener. Um, I, I should know their name, but uh, I'm sorry. I'll have to look that up. But um, they sent me this article about somebody. You know, we were talking about those uh, sensory deprivation tanks. And um, hang on a second. I, I don't. I don't feel right about this. Hang on a second. Okay, Andrew sent me. You know, surf reporter Andrew sent me a. It's like a snip from a from a. a looks like a Reddit article, where somebody went into one of those sensory deprivation tanks. Where we were talking about those floating tanks. Remember, I went to that wussy show down in Philly, and it was at some kind of salon where they have these tanks where you can go in there and and they're full of Epsom salts. You get in it. It's the same temperature as your body. You lay in it and just float, and it's dark. There's no sound whatsoever, and it feels like you're just floating in air, in, in space. It feels like there's no gravity, and it just, like, reboots your brain. I guess it's good for your mental health and all kinds of other things, like your, you know, like it, it recalibrates your entire skeleton, you know? Remember that thing I was telling you? So that, that band Wussy that I went to see down in Philly played it. They were doing this, like, uh, living room tour. But it wasn't all living rooms. It was it was living rooms and small. You know, I mean, this is just a business. This is a salon. They sold forty tickets. They made forty tickets available. And um, anyway, so we're we're talking about that. So he sent me this little uh, <laughs> sent me this Reddit article about some somebody that went into one of those things and shit the thing up. <laughs> Had diarrhea, like they were in the thing, and uh, I guess they fell asleep. They fell asleep in the thing and woke up to a, a powerful stench and realized that they, like, shit the entire, t- the, the whole tank up. <laughs> and now and now the company or the, or the the owner of this salon is, like, suing them for, like, $8,000. So this thing has, they have to replace the whole tank because, it, you know, if word gets out that somebody shit it up. They're not going to have any business whatsoever. Like, how could you go into a thing and just shit? What is wrong with? I don't understand people. I don't. I don't understand any of that. I mean, I, I guess I should. I, I guess I should be thankful that I don't have these kinds of problems. And I and I try not to be one of these people. It's like I don't have that problem. So why does other people have that problem? I know people are different. People have all kinds of problems, <laughs> especially with their ass. I don't understand. I don't understand any of that. I don't understand any of that. Out of my way! Get out of my way! There's people like shoving people out of the way, running to the toilet. I mean, I don't understand that either. There's all kinds of stuff about that and the whole ass realm, the whole the whole. Uh, the bowels and the uh, lower intestines, people have all kinds of like problems with that. And they have like emergencies and they're like, you know, all this stuff. I don't understand. I don't understand how you could be in a, a sleep just because you fall asleep, you just shit everywhere. I don't know what is going on. But anyway, this person, I think it was a woman. I, don't, I can't remember. I, I read it yesterday. I was laughing. But I don't know if it was a man or a woman. It went into this thing, fell asleep. Just shit the whole thing up with diarrhea, <laughs> and now they have to, they're suing them to replace the tank. Man, what a nightmare! Unbelievable. I'd like to do that though. I would. I wouldn't want to go into that that shitted up tank, obviously. But I'd like to try that sometime. It sounds pretty cool, you know. When that woman was giving us our the little uh, spiel about it down there at that at that con- at that show. 
she uh, she made it sound pretty uh sound, sounded pretty appealing. You know, I wouldn't mind going in there, getting in one of those tanks for ninety minutes. I think that's ninety minutes. I think you're in there ninety minutes, and I'm uh you know and just go in there and float and um, reboot everything. Just get your head rebooted. I need a reboot. God knows it's true. But anyway, I thought that was kind of funny. Um, let's see. What else we got here? Oh, it's been cold. Man, Friday, I think Friday was the coldest day that I've ever experienced in my life. In my life. And I'm not being hyperbolic. I'm not, you know, I'm not being, you know, I'm not being dramatic. I feel like Friday was the coldest temperature that I have ever encountered in my life. I stopped, I mean, I walked out of the house to go to go to my car to go to work. And I was like, oh my God. Like, this is something new. This is a new level. We have reached a new, I mean, it was so unbelievably cold. Just unbelievably cold. I think it was like two, but it, it was real windy. And it's like, it felt like minus... 30 or some kind of insane number. I know up in uh, up in New England they had like like minus 108 or something like that. I mean it's it's insane. I mean it's so incredibly cold. Then I had to stop and get gas. Um, um, I stopped. I was going to fill my tank. I get out and I'm like, screw this, $15 is good enough. I'm not gonna sit here and wait for this thing to pump up to 40 bucks or whatever it takes to fill up the tank. Screw that, 15's good, hell with that. So it was like too cold to fill the tank of my car. So cold, so cold. All right, so um, I don't know, thankfully it's over. Today, yesterday was like 50. I went and got a car wash, I went to that Sheets car wash where they had the disco lights in there. It's a new one. They, re, they they remodeled it or something. They revamped the whole thing. They got the disco lights in there flashing off and on. You get inside there, and it's like a party, man. You know? Yeah. So uh, I got my car washed. I got uh, I got filled the tank up, ready for another week of aggravation. The key fob won't work. So, but anyway, all right. Before we get, I do have one call. Before before we do that, um, we got this. Jeff K's whistle dick of the week. Yeah, um, you know, you know what aggravates me? <laughs> I know you might find this hard to believe, but there's something that aggravates me. It's and, I, and I've and I've encountered this multiple times across many people through the years. Is the people that ask you a question? They ask you a question, and then they don't give you an opportunity to answer. They they ask you the question. And then they start listing possible answers for you. You know, do you know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, it's like, uh, what are you going to do today? You need to get a haircut. You're going to go out and do this. You're going to have to go get a car wash. You're gonna... Like, if you would stop talking, I'd tell you what I'm going to do today. What are you, what are you planning to do today? Do you have, do you have to go, you go to go see a movie? You're going to go, like, stop talking. So you don't need to list possible answers. If you can just say, just ask the question, and then I'll answer it. You don't need to list. You know, you you don't need to start listing possible answers. You know, you know, just allow me to answer it, and then we can move on to the next uh, uh, boring thing. You know, you know what I'm saying? So all you people, all you question question askers, followed by uh, possible. Question answers. You are the undisputed whistle dick of the week. All right. 
Okay, I have a call that came in over the uh, hotline, and uh, here it is. Jeff, Wisey in T-Town. It's your lost brother you didn't know you had. I'm back. Uh, it's been a while. Um, wanted to call in a couple times, but just got sidetracked. But uh, you talking about Popeyes run, reminded me of the story. And it's kind of in line with uh, that uh, KFC shouting guy that you talked about. If I recall correctly, I think he even called in. He's looking for your ass. But uh, we had a Popeye's pretty close to my office a few years ago that we go to. Popeye's great. The red beans rice, the spicy chicken, awesome. So we go in there, and there was a guy, he was probably about 23 years old, that was working kind of the front, busting tables, cleaning, you know, uh, taking out trash, stuff like that. And uh, normally we, he wouldn't, he wouldn't uh, raise... You know, we wouldn't think twice about him, but he would want to clean the tables while we're sitting at them. And we called, we ended up calling him Hoover Duber because he had a speech impediment, and he might have been on the spectrum, I don't know. Um, but, you know, he's kind of like, so, you know, we'd let him clean the tables, and he, he'd have that place running. I mean, it was spotless all the time. Every time we go in there, Hoover Duber's busting his ass. And it was nice. So then we went in there one day, and for some reason, I guess he got promoted or whatever. They decided to put him as the guy that would call out your order when it was ready. And so he would be up there, and we'd all be standing there looking at each other like, did he say five? I think that was six. Was that me, you, you, me? We'd all be kind of digging through the stuff. It was hilarious but it was a mess and it didn't last very long and uh we went in there like a couple weeks later and hoover duber is nowhere to be seen went in again not there and the place went to shit so hoover duber if you're out there tulsa oklahoma please come back because i really really like the food but that place just went to shit without old hoover duber so Anyhow, uh, George Norrie sucks. Art Bell was awesome. And you're right, Art Bell would would kind of buy into it a little bit, but you knew that he was skeptical. George Norrie acts like he fucking believes in everything, just like buying it all. And, it, and, it, and the guests are now like metaphysical, you know, fucking uh, dream reading, stupid shit like that. Nobody wants to hear about these fruits. I think you got cut off there. Uh, but uh, what a heartwarming tale. <laughs> Thank you, Wisey. You know, uh, what's his name? Oompa, Oompa Loompa? No, Huber Duber. And, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, you know, I mean, it seems like it's one of those things where he, he, he had his niche. He had his niche. He was very good at what he did. It's the Peter Principle. I mean, the Peter Principle is the concept where you rise to the level of incompetence, right? And that happens in business, I guess. People do a good job. They get promoted up, and then they 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 move up into a point where they're they're incompetent, and that's where they stay for the rest of their career. Then you have people that are like. Uh, 
you know, people that are incompetent all through your organization. I guess this happens to the Huber dubers of the world, too. It's the Peter Principle over at the Popeyes. The guy, the guy had his niche. He was very good, very good, according to... Uh, to your to your accounts, Wisey. He was very good at his job, and uh, and then they moved him and they they promoted him. They they said, "All right, great job. We're gonna we're gonna give you more responsibility." And then everything went down the old shitter because he it was the Peter Principle at work over at the Popeyes. By the way, I don't agree with you on the Popeyes is great. I don't I don't agree with that. But hey, everybody has their own opinions on that. But um, you know that that's uh I get you. I like the Huber Duber. I like the Huber Duber story. George Norrie and Art Bell, I think we're on the same page. George Norrie sucks. Ah, he's all right. I mean, I don't, I don't hate the guy. He just seems kind of like, I don't know, kind of phony baloney, you know. He, I don't think, I think he's just uh, doing his job. You know, I don't think, I think Art Bell was a, he was into it, you know, and he loved that kind of stuff. And he was real, you know, and um, he, I think, uh, George Norrie is just doing his job. I don't think he has any passion, any great passion for any of that stuff. I think that's just what he does for a living, you know. And you can tell the difference. And Art Bell is great. And um, R.I.P. Art Bell. You know, he's gone. But, um, you know, I, I think we're on the same page there. And I'm sorry he got cut off. I don't know. At, at some point, I guess there's a, I guess there's a, there's a max. But I appreciate you calling in. YZ, I really, I really do, and um, call in anytime. All of you can call in. You know, give me a call round the clock. We have, we have it all set up for you. It's just voicemail. There's no, no need to be concerned about it. You know, some people seem to be concerned about it. Like I'm gonna, like they're gonna get your uh, identity stolen or something. It's just a frickin'. You don't even have to tell you. You don't even have to say who you are. I mean, you have. I, I prefer that you. You know, I mean, it's not like they're gonna ask for your social security number or anything. It's just a voicemail system. I mean, I don't know. It's not controversial. The number, 570-290-8151. Call me around the clock. Ask a question. Make a make a comment like Wisey did. You know, whatever. Whatever. What, what have you. <sighs> Be a part of a future show. It's fun. So uh, give me a call. 570-290-8151. If you want two episodes a week instead of a measly one, and I can't think of any reason. I mean, I'm, I have a pretty good imagination, you know, but I can't even with my, you know, I, I mean, I don't know, even with my, my, my top-notch imagination, <laughs> I can't think of a reason why you wouldn't want two of them instead of just one. You know, I don't understand how that would work. But anyway, if you want two a week instead of a measly one, it's easy to do. Head on over to Patreon. It's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Jeff K. Sign up for a $4 or more monthly donation. It helps me out a great deal. And you get an extra episode every week. Not every once in a while. Not, not every month. That's for suckers. Every week, so do it today. Patreon.com slash Jeff K. The website, the uh, the website for the for the podcast is surfreportpod.com. Check that out too. There's a uh, you know sometimes often there's extra stuff in there. There's a uh, you know support materials. 
So if there's something mentioned here in the, in, in the podcast that you want to further investigate, I often have links to it, photographs, you know, that kind of stuff. So head on over to surfreportpod.com. And I think that's enough. I think we're done. The next one will be over on the Patreon side. And until then, you guys have yourselves a fine, fine day. I'll see you. Bye. have all kinds of problems, especially with their ass.